everybody. Welcome back to the Lost and Found Ministry Podcast. I'm Dave Schneider. I'm Dave Garza. And I'm Clint Parker. And Clint is way over in the corner for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clint, you want to come join us over here? Yeah, man. Yeah, we kind of got to talk. Oh, well, hey, guys. We're here to talk about you today, man. Yeah, oh, right. Oh. Yeah. So I believe that we're on part do. We are on part do because you... Had a sick week and yeah, welcome I, back from the uh, quarantine. Sir. I had to go. I had to go for my bye week uh, last week. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, you yeah. know, it was it was it was eventful. Um, I feel a lot better now. Good. You yeah. know, I did sound like I smoked twenty packs of cigarettes. Hey, I'm Dave Schneider. It was like. <laughs> Hey, what's up, gay? We could have had you just come in and pretend like you were a special guest. Yeah, right. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is uh this is this is Berta from the from the from the Missouri State Diner off of the highway. Hey, can I get you another cup of coffee? All right, guys, we're gonna have a special guest tonight. We're gonna be talking about Clint's testimony, part two. Uh, Just make sure to accentuate the lisp. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna go for it. I was, too. I was gonna do it. I was uh-huh, gonna do it. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, if I could get five thousand likes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and five star reviews, I will do Berta the whole show. There we go. Right. Come on, guys. Wow. Man, right. that would be. I don't know if I could make it through. I think a whole we're show trying to gain followers. Right? That's right. That's right. I think that would stop uh, it, guys. Man, that, that's. We, we would that was hit. pretty good, huh? That, that, was, that was good. good. Hey, we that could do good. this. Yeah. We could do it. Little we do they know that off. that's your actual voice. <laughs> and you have not a front this whole time. Oh, I have been? Yeah. <laughs> that's Sorry, <laughs> guys. That's Welcome to the... Now we know. Now All right, we so know. we left off on Clint's testimony. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, we left off on Clint's testimony about... I think we were talking about, yeah, how they, uh, they, they came out, man, the way that he's in SOS. Yep. Uh, they're uh, they've done two albums. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, they're getting ready to do the third album. Yeah, and how they kind of come out in shirts and ties, but yeah. then they melt face. Yep, they would Boom. melt face. For, I mean, you know, as much as you can. With- it was very misleading because you'd walk in if you walked in right before they started playing, you'd be like, oh. Well, I got a whole bunch of Jehovah's Witnesses about to play. <laughs> right. And then we should have gave you the black name tags uh-huh. that says like Stuart so and so or we did like not knock on doors. Hi, uh, do you have time to speak about your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Yeah. Yes, I do, actually. I, do. I always yeah. invite them in. I'm like, yeah, I do. Let's talk about it. Like, Come on in. <laughs> You're you not going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, and uh, so we got the band. Uh, I think you were kind of touching a little bit about. Uh, we had uh, mentioned a bit about band members. Yeah. Band right. members yeah. And, and the struggle of keeping them like every band, I believe. Yeah. I think that's kind of a worldwide thing. Yeah. Unless um, you're like super big and you, you kind of can have re reunion albums. Right, like, right. We can know, disappear for 10 years. Yeah, if you're like Metallica and every, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, I don't know, White Stripes or something. Yeah. Or, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. You can probably find the same band members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we, we, we get together and do one tour show every 10 years and make $30 million. Right. Go We're good right. for another 20 that years. Would be, that would be motivation you know. right there. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. But you yes. never made it that big, unfortunately. No, no, well, unfortunately. not yet. If we get 5,000 likes <laughs> and 5,000 five-star reviews. We're going to talk Clint into making a, his solo album uh-huh. that's going to no, be millions. The, the, the cool part is, you know, here coming up pretty soon, we kind of had uh, Clint record some yeah. some uh, yeah. some music that we can do our demo. own a intro. new intro. Yeah. That's you know? right. So yeah. that's kind of cool. It'll yeah. be good, man. I think we've got, yeah, Clint and uh, uh, our... Our sound guy Randy are gonna team up and and Sweet. rock for us. Dude. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that's so, exciting. So anyway, so SOS shirts and ties. Yep. Uh, third album. Yep. Go and so, go. Yeah. So I will say, uh, if any of you are ever bored, um, and especially have a band, just put out a list saying you're looking for musicians. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get. I mean, oh, we, we, we brought a, we brought one guy in who. We asked him, we said, so, you know, because at this point we had two albums. Right. So you're like, and we were on iTunes. Not to fully interrupt, but I think I was there when you guys uh, interviewed a drummer. And I'm pretty sure knowing he came to the church, the tryout was at a church for a Christian band. Uh And I'm pretty sure this dude had no idea who God was. (laughs) It was about as goth as you could get. Yeah. Like came in like. 
yeah, man, let's rock. Like, uh, this is gonna so, be you're gonna fit right in. Yeah. So we we had this guy. Uh, we had this guy. Did you get him a and, studded tie? No, and... but we well we asked him. We said, hey, so you know, okay, cool. We appreciate you coming, trying out. Have you listened to any of your stuff? He's like, yeah, yeah, I've listened to it. Dude was just a straight up screamo. Yep. Yeah. Metal shredder, and he wasn't good either. And uh, <laughs> he thought he was. That's he, where he I. Yeah. That's he was. where I'd be. Uh, yeah, if right. I was in the band, that's where I'd be. Right. And he. You I mean, know. he certainly. It's thought all he was, about but, the image. But it's like, dude, you clearly have not heard our stuff. Yeah. You just said you listened. <laughs> you would not be here. Right. Right. If you had listened to our stuff. So anyway, if you want a good laugh, go out there. Say, yeah, we're looking for musicians. Come try out, and then just pretend like you have music and a band, <laughs> and, and let them try out for you. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but no, I so, might do that just. Cause. We don't even have a band. We're just gonna see what we get. <laughs> right. I just kind of want to we'll make see a whole podcast of it yeah. for me, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I play cymbals uh, <laughs> professionally. Right. Yeah. I came in with that. I am a professional triangle player uh-huh. <laughs> and cowbell and cowbell. Uh-huh. We all need all more right. Cowbell. Clay, sorry, yeah. we'll shut anyway. Up. So we did end up finding. We found a a drummer. Uh, we you know we he was a really he was a good guy. Been going to church for a while. Um, you know, we we decided to go with him because we saw potential in him. Right, and then uh, and he was excited about being in the band. And then we met another guy who to be our lead guitar player from another band. Really good dude. He was he's about ten. He's about ten years older than us. So he might be more like fifteen, but he fit in really well. Great sense of humor. Really great guy. He he goes to church too. And um, we had a lot of fun with this as this group. And we this was our group for our acoustic album. So, unfortunately, that is what we, they decided we would do is an acoustic album. An all acoustic album. All acoustic, yeah. I'm not a fan mm. of acoustic, but, you know. Whatever. So, did you take old songs and some make them. them new? Yeah, so we. With acoustic? Yeah, just so. Just being acoustic? We redid some of our songs. There's two songs we redid where I actually sang. I was going to say, didn't you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. like, tell everybody I sang that yep. one and reaching out to you, I sang that one. Uh, but we also, the majority of it still were originals. We wrote songs that were for the acoustic album. Right. So. Oh, yes, yes. Just to throw one out there. My favorite was uh, Lamb of God. Is that the Actually, name? we didn't even write that. Yeah. You Lamb didn't? Of God, uh, like do you remember? Do you remember? I mean, no, I know that's the band. Do you remember? Uh, did you ever meet Dennis? Yes. He wrote that song. No way. Did, and he gave us permission that's to the one, record um, that song. Man, that, anyway, if yeah. you want like a really, to me, that's a very uh, emotional worship. It's a good song. Oh man, yeah. great song. Anyway, um, so so we're we're recording our third album. I you know right now at this point I'm working for my uncle. That was my my first job. Yeah, and because actually, so right out of high school, go back a little bit. I actually moved in with my brother. It was literally a week after I graduated. My brother's yeah. like, "Hey, you're here all the time anyway. Yep. I've got extra. I got an extra room. He's single, you know. So I moved in with him. And at the time, not proud, but kind of a moocher, you know. I, I gave him. Kind I think, of. Kind. Yeah. So I gave him like twenty <laughs> bucks. I gave him like twenty bucks a week for groceries, and he basically bought everything else. And then, uh, so you had a pack of ramen every yeah. three days. He, no, no, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't. Uh-huh, no, so, I, uh, I get what you're saying. Man, yeah. your brother loves you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, I know that. So he would support me. He understood my passion with the band and he actually really, uh, supported that. Yeah. And so I was, and I was 18 and so I was doing that. And then eventually I had an aunt of mine, um, who said, you know, I feel like the Lord, leading me to give you however much every paycheck and so that helped a little bit Absolutely. but eventually i had to you know get a job yep. so i started work for my uncle who owned who at the time owned his own insulation company yeah yeah and how selfish is you isn't that dave's <laughs> uncle too yes okay well i mean I, the story's not about me i was gonna say though <laughs> this job and band garage sales in one of the church basements that's yeah. where i got my we, work ethic you know what I could go the rest of my life without talking about the band. <laughs> I, dude, long so many, nights. Dude, dude, long weeks, yes, bro. Long because weeks. we started what, like Wednesday night setting up, so we could start Friday morning. Yep. And we sold Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. and then pack up. Yep. And be uh, just no, dude. I'm talking like 15 hour <laughs> days. Yes. 
So long days at that. So were they totes or were they like boxes? It was whatever. Junk. It was yeah. carry a dude. A bunch of Walmart junk. sacks. Yeah. Uh, wet boxes. Yeah. Uh, anything that got thrown in the bag of the truck and we could put a sticker on it and try to sell it. Yeah. So our lead like singer. A smart label. <laughs> I guess smart. So our, our lead singer, <laughs> whose name's Daniel, um, his dad had a connection and oh the estate the estate sales. Sale. Yeah. So he had a connection where basically <laughs> these guys would come in to get these. You know, they'd bid and, and buy these yep. estates, and they would take what they wanted, and then whatever they didn't want, the junk. Basically, his dad got for free. Oh, dude, it was a hoarder's paradise. So, so, knickknacks. So, so, yeah, it was just. It, it was you didn't junk. have a lot of like good things. You had a lot oh. of crap that they didn't. We made that good they money. Actually, yeah, no, it, we made good it, money because it was knickknacks. You want to right. talk about knickknacks, dude? Every little glass item we had probably like seven tables of salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, old ladies love salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, but okay. there aren't that many ladies that go out. Actually, you'd be surprised, man. Be, dude, we would pick items, be like, this will not sell. It's gonna and it, it would, sells every first time. thing to sell every time. You're yes. like, dude, there is no. There is not a single person on this planet that wants <laughs> a googly-eyed, half-alien, half-horse, you know, that you put out on your lawn. Somebody is going to a, buy it. Yeah, we learned a lot about consumers in this. It's not about you. It's about the consumer. Everybody knows that. Dude. But yeah, no, yeah. man, I mean, that's how, that, uh, like you were saying, that's, that's kind of how SOS got yeah. their funding, man. Yeah. That and obviously... Um, we would release, do release uh, album release shows. Yep. And then his dad would, you know, take offering. Yep. But uh, so that and then just, you know, working sometimes, you know, 16 hours getting a job done with my uncle. You know, I learned how to just kind of shut my brain off, power through it, get stuff done. Yep. You know, and not yep. think about it. Yeah. And that's where I got my work ethic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Really. That's yep. pretty intense, man. Yeah. Because. That insulation job, dude, it yeah. is not oh, easy. Dude. And it was just that him one? and I. And he does million, as you know, he does like hundreds of thousands of dollars. He's done mansions before. I, I oh, remember yeah. at one point, I don't know if you ever got the the luxury of doing <laughs> insulation this way, but he used to take and like wet it, no. would like wet it down, and then you had to scrub the walls. Oh, oh never, yeah. Never had dude, to do that. Dude, I am telling you that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was not it, fun, dude. And then you had to bag everything and clean everything up. Too. Oh yeah, so oh, like, yeah. Uh, it would take twice as long. Yeah, because you just he would just sit there and can't leave a mess. Yep. you know, yep. and and we go back through and scrub them and put oh, he holes told, in it. And he's he's he told me. It. Oh man, he would tell me stories of him almost getting in fights with sheetrockers because he'd be he'd be done. And then sheetrockers, they like to stack their sheetrock against the wall. Yep. And they'd knock that insulation down. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And then the, and then the owner would be upset. Right. Like, right. Well, well, general well, contractor or owners coming yeah. in like, good, you made a mess. Like, no. No. I right. didn't. Your sheetrock. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Dude, that so, is a messy, so that, awful job. So they, yeah. they, had, they had worked through this process a yeah. few times yes. to, to really get it up. Because when I was working for them, we were doing that. Yeah. But. I never did. Know, I heard like, about it. Never did it. it Praise so, God for yeah. that. Okay, that is <laughs> you the, dodged a bullet. Yes, yeah. you did. Right. So anyway, he had that going on, but that is not an easy job to do regardless. No, no if you've been in an attic in the middle of July, oh. okay, it's, you it's, lose it's 20 pounds. cold in the winter and it's hot in the summer. Yep, right? yep, so, exactly. Yep. But uh, so yeah, so that, you know, I was working for my uncle's doing the band and it was convenient with my uncle because it's like, hey, I've got a show. I got to be out of town, you know, these two days or even if it was... We're traveling in North Dakota. I got to have this week off. Right. He, he knew what you had going me. on. Super right. flexible. That's cool. Very flexible. Yeah. yeah. So, and because I was working a lot of hours but with the overtime anyway, it was decent money at the time for me. Oh, know? yeah, man. So it worked out. But uh, so we do that. We record our third album. And then our, our lead guitar player um, decided he needed to, you know, he was older. His kids were getting older. He wanted to spend more time with his family. Right. Uh, we had a, a hiccup with our drummer, some stuff going on with him. And so we we let him go, and so it was just again him and I. Yep, back and, to the back to the two. Yep, <laughs> and uh, at this point, not only so we did we did find another drummer, and at this point we're just recording the bass. I'm playing lead guitar. Right. Uh, Daniel, lead singer, is playing uh, rhythm, rhythm and, and singing. Yep. And I was doing backup vocals, I guess. And then our drummer was obviously you know played drums. Right. And 
uh, no, I, I interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I know he was the piano player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we were actually. I mean, we put some we put uh, some stuff together. This, in my opinion, is the best we had ever been. And just a trio, and it was nice too because we were finally like, "All right, time to make money." Right, we want to do this full Getting time. Getting serious. This is where we we need. Yep. We're ready to start making money. Right. And uh, unfortunately, we had a hiccup where we had a, our drummer switch something up on us with a contact we had for a show. They were going to pay us X amount to bring our sound and play, bring our sound system and play, and we yeah. agreed to that. And then they decided, well, we can only afford to pay you to play but we still need your sound system. And our drummer said, yeah, sure, no problem. We're doing it for the Lord. And we're like, yeah, no, uh, we, we're, right. we're, we will break even. Right. Like, yes, if we do we're this. doing this for the Lord. Right. However, we want to do this full time. We have to make some money right. to drive here. Right, right. right. You know? So we're not going to lose money or break even or hope we break even. And so that turned into a thing. So we lost him. And at this point, I am also... Uh, dating my and am engaged to. I kind of skipped over that, but I'm in date. I'm dating and engaged to. Uh, it's Daniel's little sister, but also my ex-wife. Um, and we, Daniel and I, meet up and we're we're at a restaurant and we're just talking to each other about everything. And at this point, man, we had gone through you know, how many drummers, how many lead guitar players. So we were just talking, and he finally said, "You know what, man? Do you want to call it quits?" Right. Or do you want right. to take a break? Where are we at in life? Or here? do you want to keep going and push right. through? And at this time, because of the situation in life that I was at, you know, I, I had I had to stop working for my uncle because I had to get a job that was more reliable. Um, and so I was working at Panera Bread, the worst place on earth. And <laughs> uh, but we were wanting to get married and you know do all that thing, do right. all that stuff. Right. And, start and, a start a big boy life. Yeah. Yep. And. So I said, you know, man, already, honestly, I'm, I think we need to take a break. You know, I'm doing this. Right, and, right. and unfortunately that break turned into permanent. Right. So right. we never did get back together or try it again. We, we kind of would mess around with stuff, but we never got serious getting back right. out on the road, looking for band members. Yeah. And so at this point, I'm not doing the band anymore. I'm working at a hotel as a bellman. Well, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but didn't he decide to leave state? He did, but yeah, that was about okay. a year or two later. Oh, okay. Yeah, All I right. think it was about a year later. Yeah, yeah stop jumping ahead, Dave. Uh, it's, my fine. Bad. it's my fine. Bad. It's fine. It's fine. My bad. Uh, <laughs> so at this point, so I'm still living with my brother. I'm working at a hotel. Unfortunately, I made a very poor decision, and my ex, my my fiance at the time was sleeping. We were sleeping around. We were having sex before marriage, which I'm telling anybody who's listening, whether you're doing it or you're think considering it, please. Don't do it, That's okay? Right. Because you're not going to think clearly. That's okay? right. You're not thinking logically, 100% at least. You may think you are, but I promise you you're not. Right. It makes things complicated, and especially since I was 18. Well, right. and, absolutely. And she was, she's to this point, because obviously my current fiance and I are doing it right, uh, she was the only woman I had been with. Right, okay? right. And so it makes things more complicated, at that point, and I'm and I'm young. I mean, well, I'm, well they, I guess I'm not 18. Sorry, right? I'm 20. I'm 20 at this point. Yeah, but still young. Yeah, and right. so well, and you're trying to build, right. right? Yeah, and you know. you're trying to build a foundation of a yep. great marriage and yep. future relationship, man. Yep. And God's not going to bless that. And statistically, it's it statistically when when uh, uh when partners sleep together before marriage, statistically yep. they have a much larger likelihood of divorce. Absolutely. Which unfortunately is where we ended up. Right. I, I right. don't want to bash anybody. We're obviously trying to say don't have sex before yes. you're married. But I also want to point out full that, transparency uh, full here. Transparency Everybody sitting in this room right. has right. done that. Done that. And that's why yeah. the you know that's why Paul warns against uh sexual immorality so much. Absolutely because man. It it is definitely something that's really easy to get entangled it's it's no we can't do with any sin but it really is one of those things where when you're young you're just like oh man god you know it it, it, will get past it it'll be all right you know Mm -hmm. the flesh just take takes over so much but for real there is redemption that yeah agree yes agree god is capable of of obviously it definitely makes things a lot harder because you know um I don't know if anybody's figured out, but that's kind of where babies come from. That's yeah. right. That's and, how, yeah. you know, like, Amen. Uh, <laughs> that's how it happens. You know, yeah. uh, 
And that can that, complicate that more. That makes yep. it more complicated, That's right? right? Yeah. Not not only just because of the marriage aspect of things, but now you have more That's mouths right. to feed. That's right. Say things don't work out well, and then That's right. you, you just you guys are just dating, and that, mm-hmm. now I have a kid with so-and-so, yep, yep. and I'm trying to date so-and-so. You know what I mean? Well, like, and even sin- to go with like what you said, it, it was great. Yes, there's redemption in that. But at the same point, let's remember, there's still consequence in our sin. There right. is consequence. So, Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. Also, one of the things that I, I want to point out with that is sin hurts other people. Oh, so man. the person that really hurts from it is Rhett. Right. Now. Now. Yeah. Eventually. Yes. Absolutely. Because everything, it, they're, not to say that that's what ruined everything, right. but it definitely didn't start the right way. That's right. And yeah. so starting the right way statistically you have a better probability of things working out better right because you're doing things to your ability the best way you amen know amen so while we get off our soapboxes yeah. we're just trying to yeah. tell you guys so, don't do it yes, don't do please. it don't do it we're giving We've you all done it reasons do yes to yes. good reasons yeah not you've to got do three men sitting here because it's bad right there are real consequences i had my daughter yes i i had my first son his name's brody overseas yeah in that situation. Same with my first and marriage and my first son. because I didn't learn the first freaking time I did it. Yeah. But then I had my daughter, Mackenzie, yep. who's my next oldest, yeah. the same way. Right. Yep. You know same what I mean? Here. Because I wasn't same thinking here. with this yep. head. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. Well, and, right. and you know, we're, we're, we're super smart being men, you know, so <laughs> right. yeah. we don't. But, but anyway, anyway, anyway so moving all, I'm on. Saying, all I'm saying is we've all done it. But I'm telling you, we're warning that you. We're warning you, trying to help somebody out of who, love, who yeah. may love not, conviction. That's who, right. who may be <laughs> contemplating or doing these things, yeah. because there is redemption in it. However, yes. we don't want you to go through it, so Amen. please don't do it. Don't yes. do it. So, um, so at this point, we're you know we're sneaking around at my brother's house. I'm working at a hotel. Um, she's actually working at the restaurant that's attached to it, and eventually, we do get married. And we get a a place in another town. And so I'm still working at the hotel. But eventually, now that we're married, I start thinking, man, I'm married. We Obviously, we want a family. Right. I need to look start looking at a career. Right. Here, you know, right. Not You're just looking being, at financial. Yeah. Or, to, you know, like, like an actual yeah. uh, somewhere I can actually move up. And, and right. So was this a house or an apartment? Oh, it was a duplex. Guys- it was like, a, well, they called it a townhome. Okay. But it was right. set up like a duplex. Yeah. And right, it was like right, a community yeah. of these yeah. cookie cutter. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I hear that this welding shop where my uncle's working is hiring. Not only are they hiring, but the owner of this place had employed my dad, my grandpa, and four out of five of my grandpa's kids, my dad included. So you had an open door. Right. Yeah, yeah. basically. And I told yeah. I said my last names. I mean, literally. So I go up there. I introduce myself. And the foreman who was there at the time also had worked with my dad at one right. point. I think he right. worked with my grandpa at one point. A little younger. He was a young kid compared to my grandpa, but he was more my dad's age. Anyway, so I, but the, I go out there and introduce myself. And the foreman's like, yeah, that's... uh. That's uh, Delbert's grandson, my grandpa. Yeah. That and he's like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, Delbert Marker, okay, yeah, Dave, Dave works here, yeah, you know. So, uh, he ended up hiring me, and man, <laughs> I get excited, <laughs> but I sweet, I do nothing because this is this is a bunch of I call them old timers. Oh yeah, guys who oh, put yeah. in the work, they know their stuff. Great people to work to li- li- uh, to learn from. Right, they're, they're but you got to earn your stripes. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, new kid. Let me show you everything I know. Right, uh, tees, man. Yeah. Yeah. I old timers. I right. did nothing yeah. but sweep floors for it, it. It felt like six months, man. I would show right. up. I'd clock in, and it, this was four tens. I'd show up. I'd clock in. I'd sweep floor. How do you sweep floors ten hours a day? You sweep the same spot over and over. <laughs> oh, and over. I know. I was in the navy. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. So yeah. finally, this ha- this goes on until finally the owner's like, "Uh, hey, I hired him to be trained how to weld, not to be a sweeper." So they finally started, you know, and I I I had left and come back to this place, and that's kind of more when they're like, "Hey." We need to get him on jobs. I'm paying right. him to right. weld and to do things, not sweep. Um, so I'm sure you were getting paid a pretty hefty paycheck to sweep, though. For yes, as a sweeper, 
Um, however, I did mention. <laughs> I'm just so, saying. I'll, however, you want to spend your going money, around chim chimney. So I was. I did finally. I did yeah. finally get tired of it, and I had left to go to another place because I I was going to school for welding. Right. Because I want to learn how to do other right. things. Right. Like I'm not learning. I'm yeah. just sweeping. Yeah. yeah. And but at this point, I had done enough to where I was. I was a decent welder, and I knew I was capable of more. And so right. I, I left and went somewhere else, and then that went haywire. That place started. You know, started. It looked like layoffs were coming so i jumped back to this place and at this point now i had a little bit of experience right right i still didn't weld right away but i got to learn how to run the saw so i was the saw guy i was the painter yeah i mean you name it i did it there and it it was a great chop saw it was a great learning Uh, ellis bandsaw the bandsaw it was a great place to learn because you really learn how to do everything Oh yeah, and that's what oh, I yeah. like about it. I Fabrication mean, it was, shop, man. It's yeah. from start to finish. Yeah, I mean you, and and it's not like a lot of, um, it's not like a lot of production places where, oh yeah, yep. your saw department's gonna well, cut yeah, it for you. Yeah, you gonna, they're gonna bend it for you. Uh-huh. All you gotta do is weld it together. No, I have no. to be a drafter, right, on yeah. top of everything, right. So I draft out this piece of how right. I want it measured and cut. And then I send it to the cutting department. Yeah, no, right. And the cutting right. department, no. You just no. tack weld the same spot on every single one. Right. No, I had exactly. to look at a blueprint. Math it up in my head, write out yep. a cut list, grab the material, cut it, bend it, whatever I needed to do, and then yep. put it together. Nice. And it was nice. It, it actually was great because that served me well so much. Oh, you better forward. believe it, man. Oh, man. Kids, a lot of people my age don't have, and I'm not you, saying I'm the greatest. No, you learned. But a lot of people uh, my age don't have that ability because they didn't have that experience. That's many years of skills that, that is, in one right. setting. That man. is a that w- is very helpful. Yeah, because I yes. yeah I know guys I mean, who can weld. Like but Dave, they you're a carpenter. They can't yeah. fabricate, and that's a lot of the same thing. Uh, right? Absolutely. Like I'm having to build stuff. Oh, but yeah. I need to yeah. take measurements. That's right. Figure out where this stuff's go- what it's going to look like in my head. Yeah, and then cut all the pieces and make it work, and make yeah. it work without yeah. wasting you know, without material. Wasting, and yeah. welding and fa- <laughs> welding and fabricating are two different things. Yes, they are. And, and a lot that, of people yes. can weld, but they can't but they fabricate. Can't fabricate, or they can fabricate, but for some reason, well, it's like they okay, can't weld. yeah, that's it's right. It's almost they like it's almost like being a tenor, yeah. or like somebody that like has to cut things out and make things fit together. Right, right, like right. Building boxes out of sheet metal, yeah. right? Like sheet metal workers. Yep. But you have to do it all out of metal mm-hmm. yep. and put yeah that's, uh, that's right. kind of cool man it is that man is cool. it is it's a so, heck of a skill so moving forward um sorry so I, that's fine so now I, I'm, I'm interested in that stuff i yeah. think it's cool it so, is it's so, cool so now i'm welding as a career i'm trying you know i'm jumping for honestly i'm jumping from place to place getting that, l- that little bit of bump and pay every time just right. trying to make more and more right. money we're living uh in that town home and we had this he was in our he was a few years younger than us and he did not live in the best he did not live in the best environment right and he finally graduated high school and we had an, a third room yeah and we said look man we'd like to help you you mm-hmm. want to pay a third of the rent yeah you can have this room obviously pay for your own groceries and support yourself right right but then just a third of the rent we could use the extra money absolutely be happy to help you yep well unfortunately he brought something called bed bugs mm. And that turned into our landlord saying, we'll pay the bed bug bill, but you need to pay that bill, pay us for that bill until we even let you pay your rent. Dude, and if and you don't pay your rent, we evict you. That's a couple thousand dollars, ain't it? It was not cheap. Oh, it was not buddy. cheap. Dude, so you have to come up with rent on plus. top of rent. Oh. Yes. The, to, uh, wow. So, okay. In a month. Right. Remember you mentioned my Less brother. Than a month. Remember you mentioned my brother loves me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my brother no did help. So right. we were able to get the bed bug. Uh, bill paid um but then we were struggling with rent so we actually what we had to do um my wife's parent my my wife at the time my ex-wife's parents uh, her mom uh, particularly said you guys are you guys obviously need help right why don't you move in with us right and so you know we did and unfortunately i think that was probably we we found someone to take over our lease but i think that was probably Kind of what started, unfortunately, our traject our trajectory downhill. There's a yeah. lot of stuff right, involved, right, in it, right? But that was probably one of the worst decisions, I Look, think. Can Can I made. talk? Can I say something? Yeah. So I want to describe the the Hooper family dynamic. The one of the first things I learned being in our family is family is the most important thing. Right. Right. If your family needs help. That's you who stop you help. everything to help them. Amen. No matter what it 
what it costs, no matter right. what it takes, our family typically will band behind you mm -hmm. and help you out. Your brother is a stinking saint. Okay. <laughs> oh, when it comes gosh. to because that that stuff, like he bent over backwards to help. Right. Even though, you know, he, he, he I don't he's got his own things going on. I love Jimmy. Um it it just the fact that he's willing to do it just because you're that's the you right are. thing to that's do. Right. That's right. Is amazing. Yeah. Amen. Anyway. So and like that I just wanted to describe that to people yeah. because like in our family, like that is the most important. You take care of your family. Well, yeah. That's yeah. who you have to rely on. Right. It's your family. Amen. That's it. Yeah. Yep. You know, friends come and go, Hobbs. Yeah. But your family family's Family's there forever. forever. Yep. That's right. You know, and and yep. so yeah, I just wanted to describe that because like I don't know how many people out there have families like that. Right. But uh, it's for sure it's a amazing. dying concept. It's it amazing is. to me because our grandma, you know, seven kids. Now she's got great great grandkids. Right. And it's amazing to me how they all love each other. Right. Because you've right. got so many families, large families, small families, where there's at least those two oh, siblings on, that it, they dude. bicker, they fight, they don't get along, they don't talk. Man, and, and I'm sure there's some that maybe they like less. They love them, but they, but right. they all get We'd along. We'd all do something yeah. for them, no matter who it if was. If they were all yeah. in the same room, they would all in the laugh talk joke they the all have a great time rate, the success rate of people that like have actual good marriages in yeah. our in that side of our yeah, family right. is incredible too no it's that's crazy. impressive you gotta yeah. figure i'm one of 28 yeah. grandchildren do you know how many of my cousins i talked to? i can't even tell you how many grandchildren None, my right, right. grandma has the great grandchildren right yeah. I, mean, I couldn't even i i don't even know them all and the fact that right. her, cause her husband was in the military and they were a, a army family and they moved around so much, right. so he wasn't even around as often as a normal man. Right. And so the fact that they're all like that, and she, in a lot of ways, sometimes had to raise them, raise them by herself. Oh, yeah. And they still turned oh, out yeah. that good. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so this is all coming to a point, right? So I don't know how you felt. But when my first marriage started to go downhill and I'm one of the statistical anomaly, uh, <laughs> yeah. anomalies, yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt like crap a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Because it's oh, like yeah. Dave and his ex-wife or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, just yeah. Nobody felt that way, right. I'm pretty sure. Right. But I you felt that You feel that, that way, people right? feel because that way. Because it's like that's one of those anomalies right. that, well, that, but that, they never said anything like that. Yeah, but yeah. I, that's all to the point, right? So, like, so you're now, talking, yeah, you're living I, with the in-laws. Yeah, so you're, we're living with the in-laws, and unfortunately, they didn't. Well, I say unfortunately, they didn't. Make, we we helped, we supported ourselves, right? But we didn't really pay rent, and so, oh, we've got this extra money, right? And so, you know, I grew up in a in a prosperity gospel church, and so unfortunately, I was deceiving myself and thinking, oh. We have we have more money now, so we can we can make a car payment on a car that we don't we are not capable of actually affording. Yes, we can make oh, right. the car payment, but we right. can't afford it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the next seventy years, right, I'm gonna be right. paying on yeah. this car. So we start making financial um, bad decisions, yep. and it's digging us deeper, deeper in debt. And you know, after a year of marriage, we decide. To, even though we were living with our in-laws, we decided to uh, get pregnant, and so my son was born about well, almost two years of after two years of marriage. My son was born, and so now we're living with the in-laws. We've got a we've got a, a son, got a son, and man, I'm working almost constantly working two jobs. And I remember that yeah. too, dude. You were miserable. Yeah, I was working two jobs, man. And there was a time, you know, like I mentioned, my uncle. Uh, I had heard that he was going to hang it up and, uh, you know, none of his family, all his family wanted to do other things. So I actually went to him and said, hey, I'm interested in learning the business. I'm interested right. in, you know, maybe if we could work out a way over. to take it over. Right. You know, and I'll, I said, right. I'll keep the name. You worked hard for it. I'll keep the name in your honor. Right. I'll keep it. Hides insulation. I'll run the company, you know, and that fell through. Uh, there was a moment where I almost moved to Texas to learn how to uh, do uh, to work paintless dent repair and make, you know, a lot, quite a bit better money. Oh, and yeah. then at the last minute that fell through. And so there's all these opportunities for better financial that were just situations that just kept off. falling through. Yeah. And so I'm getting more and more discouraged. You know, obviously we're we're starting to reach, you know, two, three years living with the in-laws. 
My wife's frustrated. She's constantly getting to me. So I'm assuming Art. you guys were getting along great. No, we weren't getting along. Ah, and we, and we right, were terrible at right. communicating, you know. Right. And oh, so, a couple and we young, young kids, terrible and, at communication. And neither of us really had a good example of a right. successful marriage. Oh, man. True and that. so, you know, and, and, you know, her her dad, who is also our pastor, I didn't want, maybe, and this might be my fault, I didn't want to go to him because it's like, that's your daughter. That's your, not just daughter, that's right. your baby girl. Right. right. And so, yeah, I don't really, I would have been willing to maybe go to like a third party. I did not want to go to him. Right. And that's hard because he's supposed to be my pastor. Right. But oh, I don't man. feel like I can go to him. And, yeah. and that might be my fault. I'm just saying that's where I was at at the time. And I will say I definitely failed. And that man at this point, I'm just trying to make more. My, my focus is right. making money and getting out of there. Yeah. And trying to make her happy so she'll she'll stop being unhappy with me and right. trying to keep my marriage together. And working two jobs. Working two jobs. Oh, everything, man. every opportunity that looks promising falls through. And I'm doing everything I've ever been taught to do, man. I'm tithing 10% every right. week, faithfully, you know, gross. I'm doing everything that I know to do, and it, it's, it's You're not just, working. It's not working. I mean, at what, at what point do you kind of examine you know, doctrinally, because right. you're and talking we'll get there. about, yeah. Yeah, we'll get so, there. So, I mean, at what point do you just go, something's wrong? Is it me? Is it, is it something I'm doing, Lord? Right, or right. Or is this, and yeah, did you ever? I always, I always had, I did, I, I always cool. had that, I, I would always pray and talk to God throughout the day. But I was at this point, because of, I was so singularly focused I really did not. I was not leading my family, right, and discipling my family. I was not reading the word with my family. I was not. I was not praying with my wife, right. You know, I, 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 I didn't do that. And not to mention, you're probably not focusing really well at work because you're right. thinking about these other issues, right. And no. on top, like just falling short in every arena. Because as things get more and more yeah. complicated. Mm -hmm. You're focusing on things that you shouldn't be focusing on. Oh, yeah, man. On. The world's uh, beating you right, down. Your exactly. marriage is beating you down. You, you don't have the time to think about yeah, dude. what I'm trying to do right now. That's right. And so, you know, and, and unfortunately, things start to, we start struggling in other areas. And because everything's just, my confidence is completely shot. Right. You know, and, and. The talk of separation and divorce starts coming up in our conversations, and that is always dangerous. Yeah, even just to talk about it. That's I right. I mean, if you're going to talk about it, you're <laughs> you're taking a step. Amen. Never say it's a very if you're serious. At, step. That's right. Just mentioning it. Yeah, is a very a serious. Step. If you're if you're in a whether it's a early marriage, a yeah. new marriage, or a long lasting marriage, yep. Yep. make an agreement. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife made this decision. We said we're never gonna say the D word. Yeah, no matter Actually, how bad it gets, we're not gonna say it. I was just talking and to Ashley. I mean, you just can't, man, because yeah. like you said, even talking about it, yeah. that's opening. Just, just leave it be. Yeah, just don't even consider it because then it's in your head. I was just talking to Ashley, and we were talking because our we we just finished marriage counseling, and we had to come up with boundaries. Right, and. She was saying that one of our boundaries, and it is one of our boundaries, but she had heard from someone else that you shouldn't even joke about the No, like, no. You literally that don't. It's word, not funny. You literally don't mention it in your conversations. That Amen. word Period. cannot, cannot even come up. Correct. Nope. Right. No. That, that word is worse than cussing. Yeah. I agree. You know, I agree. Like, seriously, that, that is a, that is a commitment killer. Right. Yep. Right there. Yep. yep. So, you know. we'll, I mean, we'll go ahead and, and move forward, but we start talking about separation. And then um, there was some, you know, I'll just say our marriage was biblical. There was some at the time it was unrepentant sin. You that's mean all, that's so all, the that's separation? All say. Yeah. Or the well, after we, we were already talking about separation. Okay. And then after that, some time had passed, and then there was there was some unrepentant sin yep. in that relationship. That's all I'm going to say. And we ended up, we didn't get divorced right away, but I did move back in with my brother. And that was really hard. You know, we had to sit my, I, I don't remember, I think it was two or three. Yeah. She, you know, she had said, you know, if we're going to do it, we need to do it while he's young type of a thing. And so 
we we sat him down and like, like somehow hey. he's not going to know any different, right. right? But it's like, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, like, you know, uh, just saying. How do you? How would you feel about seeing your uncle Jimmy? You know, more trying to make be, a positive yeah, spin on a yeah. really crappy situation. Yeah, and I remember him yeah. not. You know, he thought that would be cool, and then you could tell he was kind of confused and was like, oh, so dad's not going to be home all week. Yeah. So, yeah. and it was, re- that was really and kids hard. aren't stupid. Right. Just so people right. know. Well, and I'll you tell know. you this, man, when you have to eat that poop sandwich, man, it doesn't oh, taste man. any better with hot sauce. Yeah, no, you, you can, you can dress right. it up pretty, but it's still a turd sandwich. Right, man. exactly. That's, so you're still, you're still yeah. not doing yeah, things. Mine was, Hey kids, dad's got a pool at his apartment. Well, why is dad in a, in an apartment right but anyway right. Well, yeah. yeah you know well where's dad gonna be the rest of the week that's right let's you know sugar I mean? dip our turd right. sandwich here <laughs> so and this is this point is when this is the first time i really experienced a deep depression i remember um whether it's weird or not i don't know but i remember being in the shower and just crying out to god and saying what well, i didn't I didn't want to be alive. Right. But I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't end my own life. One, because there's consequences of that. And two, I have my son that I need to raise. Right. I, I've heard somebody say, I, I believe in counseling, dude, for everybody. Right. I, okay. I agree. I agree. I've gone through my fair share of depression as sure. well. Um, mine was more from the military and things that I went through and seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same instance, I learned from my counseling that it's all about how you talk to yourself. Yeah. Because oh, the way, absolutely, the way that I was talking to myself is like, dude, you suck. You know, everything you do sucks. Oh, yeah, you're you just know, beating yourself down. You're just down. beating the crap out of yourself. And then, you know, my counselor is like, it's probably better that you say this situation is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. But it's not because you suck. Right. Right? It's because this situation sucks. Yeah. And you can't necessarily do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? Right. So, you know, the big the big deal when it comes to uh, depression and anxiety, it really goes into... How am I talking to me? About... Yeah. Right. Oh, not dude, not you, even about other people. That's why they say you really are your own worst enemy. Because it's your the battlefield's in your mind, dude. dude. It is. It is. It, it is. is totally there. And I feel you, man. I mean, that's a hard place to be. Yeah. And you know, if you're out there going through that, uh, I, I know this just sounds so basic, but get out of your head yeah. and talk to someone. Yes. Talk to someone. Get it out of your head and just express what's going on, man. Because divorce involving children and all these things. Dude, it's it's hard. Yeah. I don't and, care how tough you think you are. It's right. going to knock you to your knees. You also mentioned, you know, and we talked a little bit earlier about how sin hurts other people. Yes. You know, um, this is what I'm talking about, right? So, like, because of these choices that we made, this is the inevitable outcome. Cause right. I mean, yep. yep. You know, but... If you were to do what you felt like you wanted to do, mm. if you wanted to end everything, right, right. that doesn't get rid of the pain. No. It just transfers it to somebody else. That's right. right. Yeah. You That's know what right. I mean? So if you're going through that, remember that you're not getting rid of the pain. You're yeah. just transferring it to yeah. somebody else. And accepting That's an eternity to, of torture. I mean, I potentially, mean, because you can right. make the argument, were you in your right mind when you made that decision? Right, right. You know what I mean? There's a gray area. Right. I don't know. Let's just say just don't, saying, do don't, don't do it. Reach right. out for help. You know, right. um, reach out for because help. Because there are people here, even if you don't feel that way, that do care about you. Amen. And I remember having really long walks with you mm-hmm. specifically at this point. And oh, yeah. just talking about stuff. And, you know, I'd love to think that what I, you know, most of it wasn't me telling you great Listening. things. It was right. mostly just, I listen to what you have to say, right. and then every once in a while I'll be like, hey, man, you know, like, right. we can do this more often if you need it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And and we just go for walks, dude. Yeah. I remember that. They were long ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, so, I yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I don't, like I said, I, I don't want to live, but I can't leave my son. Right. And I remember asking, you know, praying to God and saying, if this is really all that life has, then I, I don't want it. Right. You know, what's the point of this? Right. And I start questioning 
you know, the, the theology and doctrine that I was growing up in. Cause I'm like, I'm doing this faithfully. Something's not right. Something's not working. Not, not questioning God, just questioning my understanding of what right. I've been. Right. right. I'm doing well, what I've been taught my whole life and it's not working. Right. And I will say though, I did. This is the first, this is the first time where I, me, I stopped tithing and my heart wasn't right. Cause my heart was like, you know what? If this is the deal I'm getting. Right. I'm I don't not, want it. I don't I don't want it. I'm yeah. not giving. Huh. And so I stopped tithing. And uh, at the time, you know, I always, I was always taught if you don't tithe, then you're cursed. Okay, well, if I'm cursed, then what's the point? Right. right. What's the point of what's the point of even trying to do anything? If the way I'm living anything? is blessed, I I trust me, I get what you're saying. And I've been through that it's battle. A, it's a it's a circular argument. Yeah. Is what you're talking well, about. Well, that's right, what it right, is. Right, that's yeah. why prosperity gospel doesn't hold water. Well, it's full of holes, man. And, and so the first phone, I remember the the first phone call where that came up, you know, because I'm still going to the church. I'm just not tithing. And, you know, I'm going there because I'm trying to keep things as familiar as possible for my son. And I'm trying to, you know, maybe there's this hope that things get better and work out. Right. And I remember... I was at work during lunch and my wife, had, she was still technically my wife and she's saying, oh, I need this and I need that. She's crying because she doesn't have the money and I finally said, I will, I will figure it out. I will get the money for you. Right. Whatever. We'll figure it out. And she asked me, she said, "I are you tithing? And I said, why are you asking me? Well, I was, ta- well, my, I was talking to dad who was the pastor and he mentioned that you weren't tithing. And I said, you know, uh, no, I'm not tithing. I said, because here's why. I tithe faithfully almost my entire life and look where I'm at. Right. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm right. Well, but let's not. But I've got, I've got questions. And there's a lot to unravel there. We'll yeah. do that another time. Yeah. But first of all, if you are a pastor, a senior pastor of a church, and you know what your congregation members are tithing, you are a crook and they did and too you should not and know. that's another thing that bothered so um later on i did start giving i i i don't use the word tithe i i use giving if you want to give 10 percent, cool i don't i don't talk about tithing right um so i was giving and i didn't put my name on the envelope right because it's none of your business that's right it's between god and i that's period right. new Amen. covenant new testament yeah we don't live by the law anymore thank Amen. you and uh Amen. so I st- you know, so, but that was the first time where that came, you know, came out. It's like, right. no, I'm not. And I have questions right. because what I've been taught isn't working. Right. right. And it hasn't been for a while. Right. And clearly and it's not working for her. I, right. Right. I didn't just have one thing happen and now all of a sudden it didn't work. And yeah, so my life is falling sudden, apart. Right. Literally, <laughs> right. I've been doing this since, right. how, how long have you been, you know how what I mean? long I could, yeah, right. you know, so like, I started working. Right. So from 16 15 16 years old until 22 21 22 right. years old right. right you know i've done nothing but do this right i have a question <laughs> right yeah. yeah i mean yeah. I, I, like i said at what point do you go hey guys uh, i'm noticing a trend here and mm-hmm. it's not the most beneficial one. that's right so maybe that's my right. understanding or maybe we have a misunderstanding right. here. Let's reevaluate. Let's, uh, re-evaluate. Let's revisit if, what if, we're if, saying. If we're consistently doing the same things, yeah. yeah, and we're not seeing some things, right? Maybe, maybe we got maybe we got the wrong understanding. That's right. I've That's just right. always been I've just always been a person who, you know, if I'm being told, yeah, you got to do this, you got to do that, and I'm doing it over and over and over, but I'm not getting the result that I'm being told I'm going to get. Warning, Will Robinson. I start. I most people just. Well, you know, I just got to keep going. I just oh, got to keep yeah. going. I just got to keep doing it. And I'm going, uh, hold on. Something's not right. That's right. Well, and right. it's to the be, same thing with those false prophets. Well, like how many on. times do the, does the That's false right. prophets that you listen to have to be wrong before you're like, oh, maybe exactly. I shouldn't listen to them anymore. Exactly. Well, exactly. And, and They're always be, an excuse. And to be completely fair, right, right. I mean, it's not that uh, the, and we, we've covered this before, but scripture is not, is a spiritual book. Right. Right. It's not based in materialism. Exactly. You know what I mean? So when you sow what... I won't go too far. (laughs) But when you sow, um, you know, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get a monetary thing. Well, that's the thing. We get really confused and Prosperity Gospel thinks that uh, blessings fit in your pocket. 
And if it doesn't fit in your pocket or your wallet, then it's not a blessing. And it's not or success. Or if it's not something that you can live in or drive, or if you can, that it's not success anyway. But yeah. But yeah, so, I didn't want to yeah. go too far. But right. anyways, so yes. The only, so at this point, you know, when I was going through the depression, I just remember being at work and just zoned out, you know, because it's. Right. Can't focus, man. I don't, I mean, I was doing fine. Like my, I didn't know what it was messing up a bunch of stuff or anything, but I just remember being very numb and just. Going through the motions. Very, yeah, very little will. Yeah. Just, you know, working because I have to pay the bills. You know, right. my, my wife's falling apart. The only thing that really helped me in this time was some people would call it a pyramid scheme. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. That's not the point of what I'm talking about. But right. I did find a community. It was a multi-level marketing group. But the community is what helped me. Right. Because I made friends with good people. And... They were there. They were there for me through these hard times. They yeah. would talk to me. There was one uh, one guy in particular who would meet me for coffee, and I remember talking to him about tithing because he was a believer. And I was talking to him about why. Well, anyway, I was talking to him about tithing, and and I was telling him about stuff at the church and how I was feeling, and and he told me he said, "Well, let me ask you something. When you go to church, do you go there because you're getting something? Like, are you growing or?" do you go there because and you're just like punching a clock? Right. And I told him, I said, man, I'm just punching a clock. I am there because yeah. my ex-wife's there. My son's there. Or my, she was still technically, we were still married. My, my wife so, sort of is there. And my son's there. And I, there's that little bit of hope that maybe God can turn this around for right. my family. That's the only reason I'm going there. Yeah. And he's like, well, all I can do is tell you to leave. Right. Right. That's right. If you're and, not because you weren't being like, fed. But see, stuff like that, God always put so that community, whether you agree with what they were doing or not, doesn't matter. Oh, it's irrelevant. It's God can get glory and that friendship at a anything. time when I was facing hard times That's right. and depression. That's right. And you know, the the stuff I was trying to accomplish was a goal, so it was something for me to put my mind on and there was a future there, you know, that I thought. And right. so it was good for me in a way. And God always put people there and little seeds like that. Right. I mean, even our Amen. conversation, you know, back when you were pr- pretty new to the, well, newer to the faith, and you walked out of that church, and then we had a confrontation in the parking lot. I remember that. And but even that, I I believe were seeds, right? And, and I would planted absolutely. I wouldn't have absolutely. called it. I wouldn't have called it a confrontation. No, it, it was wasn't. More, it wasn't yelling. There was no yelling. Right. It was more like, hey, dude, you know. Um, you called him a pastor right. at one point. Why Why are you just walking away? And I remember telling you it was something like, yeah, because what he's preaching isn't 100% accurate. Right. And I remember having those conversations and, you know, it, yeah. Because we did go. We did go years without talking. Really? That, yes. I remember that. We went We went a good gap without talking to each other. And I think it was a lot of, a lot of times there was, you know, I was going to that church. You were you, right. you moved to a smaller town kind of far away. We did too, we did some moving around. Yeah, we were yeah. new to the faith, like you're no talking was like about mad it was, at no, each other, no, but right, we just right, kind of separated. Right. We kind of went Absolutely. Our own you were going your own ways yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, I had things I need to learn. Right. And you had things you need yeah. to learn. Yeah. But God always brought it back yeah. and you know well, clearly. now we're doing a podcast. Clearly. clearly. So But yeah. So yeah, so I, you know, I'm doing this. It was called leadership team development, and that was the community that really helped me. To, I mean, even you know, we'll get to it later. My dad passed away. Friends in that community came to the funeral. Was there for me. I remember that me. too. Yeah, I mean, they they were there for me, and and just to share, they were trying to help. I, yeah, man, and that's just crazy. I that's I, why community is so important. It is. It is important. And yeah. just a little snippet of that. I actually had run into your dad. Mm-hmm. And it had to be. See, I didn't know your dad had passed away until I yeah, found we, out we you guys up. were cousins. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? You know, like that was, that's a whole nother, which is We'll weird. get to that eventually. Hey, you're going to meet Biker yeah. Dave. Oh, who's Biker Dave? And, yeah. Oh, I know Biker Dave. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, man, I ran into your dad. And, and see, I always had a lot. I had a good relationship with your dad. Yeah. Because your dad actually is the one who taught me the the the, the basics and, of sound yeah. man and got me interested in that right. because he, i went into the church and he was doing that and he was like yeah. oh you want to learn this i'm like yeah that. 
and then you started learning sound and when I, you did SOS and all you, that yeah. stuff, right? That that education from concerts. Jim Marker. Remember we did those <laughs> with, concerts on Wednesday yes. night, the first Wednesday of every month or something yes. like that. We yes. did the concerts. We did our concerts. Yeah. Also, and, uh, that yeah. was, I remember when I had first gotten saved. I don't know if you, but it helped me to learn that Christian music doesn't have to it suck. It didn't have to suck, man. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, exactly. And, and learning the sound. But yeah, your dad was a big part of that. Yeah. And he had a really sweet truck. So, but anyway, so that was me. Yeah. I got along with your dad pretty well, man. Yeah. And uh, so I know we're, we're wanting to wrap it up here for this episode. So I guess I'll just go with this. Maybe we can leave with a cliffhanger. But there was, you know, things are, I'm starting to get pulled out of this you know, I got this right. leadership team development, this community, and I'm pursuing that. Right. Um, not as strongly as I could, but you know, I, it was a community, it was a group of people, and it was there was a goal there. It was con- doing you know, for you what it needed to do. And a common goal, right? And uh, but there was one. It was it was a winter. I don't remember what year. I was living with my brother, and it was it had snowed like a bunch of snow. Welcome to Iowa. Winter. Not in Iowa. And unfortunately. My right. brother's driveway is a pretty steep hill. Oh, and dude, I remember that. Yeah, he's also at the bottom. I at the bottom of a hill, of two hills <laughs> going out both ways. That is true. So when it gets really snowy, did you snowy, have to walk to school both ways with no shoes? No. Oh, okay. But uh, when it snowed quite a bit, it was hard to get off, even just off the street. And then if I if I tried to go somewhere, you weren't uh, getting up the hill. Yeah. So I think it was like, <laughs> you know, I think it was like a week before. I was, I was going through another bout of depression. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking of, and I was thinking about what I had talked about earlier, suicide and stuff. And there was a podcast I very, I very rarely listen to this guy, and I'm not going to say his name because it doesn't matter. I very rarely listen to this guy because he's kind of a doomsday guy, and so yeah. and a lot of his stuff, you know, he said, "Oh, my timing's off," you know, whatever. He just, I don't listen I to him very often. Is. Well, his <laughs> his brother-in-law had committed suicide Mm. and he talked about it on that on this episode that i was listening to and i remember i was driving home from work and i was listening to this episode and he was telling why he had to leave the leave suddenly because he he records live right why he had to suddenly leave the studio Mm. because his wife had broken in and said he's dead oh man and so he had to leave and take care of it uh and he said was because this guy, he was saying there was no signs. Right. And a lot of times, that's how it is. No, most of the time, that's what you hear people say. Yeah. I mean, the Navy taught me to look for certain signs. Yeah, like sure. You're that's right. About. That's right. That's part of the, the hidden why. signs. Yes. Yep. But, but he said there was no signs, and this was somebody that always liked to help people, mm. and oh, you know, did everything he could to help people, mm. and he ended his life. And this guy had said, "If there's any of you out there that are thinking about suicide, and you think that this world would be better without you." It's a lie, and it is not true. Right. And I got home. I parked in the driveway, and I just started crying, man, freaking bawling like a little baby. And I finally just prayed to God because I was struggling because I wasn't tithing, so I thought my life was cursed, so what's the point? And I I was just, I prayed to God, and I said, God, I don't know what the truth is. Right. But. I need to know. I need some revelation, Lord. And I said, <laughs> I don't know if you, if you reveal the truth to me. I don't know if I'm going to make the right choice. I don't know if I'm going to make the right decision. I was like, but at least if I know the truth, I can make a genuine decision. Right. And that's when there was the snow that hit that. It was shortly after that, a week or whatever gone by. We got hit with yeah. all that snow. And I tried to get to work and I couldn't. And so I called off work. I said, Hey, I, you know, at this point I was, I was working 35 minutes away. Right. And I said, I can't make it to work. So I was able managed to kind of, I, I got up the driveway enough to where my tail's not hanging out into the street. Right. And the plows I, will take you out. Yep. And that's when I go, <laughs> I lay down, I flip on YouTube and let's just say God answered that prayer. And that's where I'll leave it tonight. Praise God, man. Praise God. Isn't it just crazy how God, you know, we, we, we look at things sometimes like we need these big, huge movements that are like, but it's it's a podcast, yeah. a sentence someone said, um, 
a snowstorm in YouTube. I'll tell you what, man. You know, you were talking about how my story and Dave's story were so is so much better than yeah, yours. Dude. And I'm yeah. telling you right now, man. Yours is all you have talked about is yeah. how God has had his hand on your life. Dude, dude I'm and telling you. And that's testimony, it's bro. Yes. True, though. This is He definitely gets all the glory. Oh, dude. This is Yeah. I'm in this story. I, me too. I, seriously. Me too. Like, and, and you're related to it. I, you were, yeah. There's a lot of this I didn't know. Right. You know, like, yeah. I'm, but I'm telling you, man, like. If you're out there listening, I mean, come on, man. Look at, just listen. At some point, this has had to have, we've been there. Our mindsets have been there. I think and it doesn't you, matter if you've been in the church forever yeah, it, or if you're thinking about right. coming today. Right. It doesn't. God is so good. Yep. That he can turn any situation oh, for man. the better. Mm-hmm. But man. but that sounds like such a hollow prayer or a hollow thing when it's just, you know, how many times you hear that and you're just like, okay, yeah, that sounds great, dude. But that's right. You're not living where I'm at. Right. Well, we've lived where you're at. Yeah, that's right. Okay. In some like, ways, shape yeah. or form, we we've our hearts have been there, our minds have been there. Um, you know, I we I, don't come man. to these discussions or these conclusions lightly. Right, is that's what I'm right. saying. Like that's we've right. thought, prayed, sought God. Right, and that's the reason why we ask tough questions. That's right. That's so, right. And that's that's the purpose here, guys. And so yeah, Clint, this has been this has been great, man. I I, I, I love the transparency and the just the raw, straightforward, this is where I was. This is what people need to hear. And if you're listening, I know you can relate in some way. If if you're saying you can't, you're not being honest with yourself. Um unfortunately, let's just be the world sucks, guys. We live in a broken and world. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, and sure. we are so flawed. And praise God, he loves us. Yeah. I mean, I wow. Mean, seriously. <laughs> so you want me to pray out tonight, Yeah, Dave, guys? why don't you uh, pray us out? I don't know guys... how I'm going to do any justice. Oh, man, I know, right? To hold a candle <laughs> to, what to, we... to what we just... Uh, I know yeah. it. I know All it. All right, so I'm going to do my best, guys. Uh, be nice. Yes. All right. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you that we can come before you and be open and honest. Yeah. Um, not just with other people, God. We just pray, Lord, that our testimonies bring people to you or at least help people to understand that we've been there, we've seen it. Yes, Lord. We've lived it. We've done these things. Whether you go to church all the time or you don't go to church at all because you've been hurt in some way. God, we know that you can work all things for your good. Yes. God, we just pray that you step into people's lives today, right now. Yes. God, you can do all things. We don't command you to do anything. We just do. God, just invade my life. Let the change start with me because that's the only thing I can really control, God. We're ready. You what you do best we give up we surrender we want to do what you want us to do god come fill me god even if nobody else does it god i'll do it yeah i'll stand in the gap i'll do what i have to do use me lord use me we just thank you god for a powerful testimony we thank you god that that you don't have to use us but you do yeah god you 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 allow us to be part of your plan, part of your story, God. Let us bring honor and glory to you yeah. through our stories. God, do what you do, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen and amen. Guys, I know you've enjoyed this. Plant, fantastic job, brother. Uh, this has been great. So the, uh, so we're gonna have like twenty parts. Yeah, to this so we'll be we'll we'll open one more. That's right. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll be on part four twenty nine, four twenty eight next week. Okay, uh, fair we're, enough. We're gonna fair record enough. every day. Yeah, no, we'll, just just two, we'll just do a two hour episode. Strap in, folks. That's it. <laughs> right. Put yeah. your boots on. That's no, right. uh, 
you like Mexico? <laughs> no, it's been great, guys. Again, check us out, guys, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube, uh, the Lost and Found Ministry Podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to reach out. Message us, comment, guys, reach out to us. We want to pray for you. We want to hear about your testimonies. We want to, you know, if, you know, maybe if you want to come on and talk about your testimony, shoot us a message. We'll get a hold of you. We'll talk about it. We'll, maybe we can get you in the studio. Maybe we can record something. Let's, let's get your story out there. And you guys, you don't need us to do that either. Mm-hmm. Just remember that by the words of your testimony, guys, that God tells us to get out and spread the word of our testimony. So challenge yourself this week. Get out and tell someone your story about how good God is and how God changed your life. Somebody needs to hear it today. Somebody needs to hear that. Mm -hmm. So be that guy. Be that woman that is used by God to change a life. Stand apart from everyone else if that's what it takes. Yeah, do it. Yeah, don't blend in with the crowd. The crowd sucks. Okay? So the crowd don't, got us here. We don't need crowd, to be here. Right. We need to be that's over right. there. That's right. Well, praise God. We we appreciate you. We love you. And again, I'm Dave Garza. I'm Dave Schneider. And I'm Clint Marker. And we're just asking that you have a blessed week.